You see what I'm saying? So, all right, so, all right, let me, I, I think I'm not answering. Yeah. So, boom, you got, let's break it down here. You got sellers and you got buyers. Okay, there you go. That so, might, boom, yep. for example, my house right here, I own this house. Okay, you own this house. Say you're the real estate agent. You just got your license. Mm-hmm. Boom. I see that you're a real estate agent or maybe you you found, we you met me at a networking event or something like that. Okay. Boom, and I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking about selling. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can, um, can I send you a, like a market analysis or something like that and let you know what your house potentially could sell for based mm-hmm. on comps that sold within the last 60 days in the area in your neighborhood you know what I'm saying that's a good way to do it and from there boom I, I agree to list with you I sign a listing agreement with you and you get a commit you know we agree there to a commission we go. Boom. there we go then you there put it go. on the market there we go okay. now you market it yep <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Episode number nine of BTL Podcast. Super excited to be here. First and foremost, for those of you that's just tuning in for the first time, Marquise here, your host. Of course, we got special guest, my man, Breeze. Yes, sir. So, Bree Thompson. Uh, but before we go ahead and get into the conversation, make sure you like, subscribe, download on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcast is available. Links are down below. Uh, but we got my man, Sabree Thompson, a.k.a. Breeze. Yes, Pleasure sir. to have you on the show, bro. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Um, to you know, be on. You know I what I mean. I think it's super dope. You know, you're super busy. You know, real estate uh, realtor, fitness guru, full time dad, um, entrepreneur. Just so many things going on. So, Sabri, go ahead and just introduce yourself real quick. Talk to the people and let them know a little bit about what you got going on, real quick. Okay, man. First off, I want to appreciate the opportunity. Appreciate, appreciate you having me. Um, as he mentioned, my name is Sabri Thompson. I go by Breeze or Mr. Fit and Professional, whatever you prefer. Um, I'm a realtor by day. Um, I'm licensed in Delaware and Pennsylvania, and soon to be. Maryland and you know I'm just I'm really an advocate on living a healthy lifestyle you know fit and professional you know whatever it means to you nope. you know what I'm saying you define it you know what I'm saying these those terms are not one dimensional so I'm really just you know through my content mm-hmm. and my everyday lifestyle trying to show people that like you know you can get it done and Absolutely. you know create the life you want nah and that's dope bro and it's crazy let's let's just talk a little bit about um about how we even met you know I, me and Sabrina probably we met probably a couple years ago yeah um, through mutual friends I seen them at a little gathering and you know we we're part of the same fraternity as well so shout out sir. to all of the noobs yes, that might be watching the same fraternity and um you know cool dude man cool dude and then just throughout the years you know i've been following him on instagram social media been seeing his consistency um and i just fell in love with your work bro your progress and everything that you have going on um and today i definitely want to tap into you know just your your hustle you know what mm-hmm. i mean just your hustle and kind of how you fell in love with that you know what i mean so yeah. first thing i got for you bro just kind of being a wild card meaning that you got so many things going on mm-hmm. you know how did you you know find a balance to even do so many things. So before we talk about anything specifically, mm-hmm. you know, how did that balance align for you? Like, how does that unbalanced lifestyle come into um, play? <laughs> to be honest, I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, I've always had, um, just to go back, because I heard you say, like, where did the hustle come from? Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned I'm a father. You know, I had my son at a young age. Um, I was 19 years old down in Louisiana by myself. Um, I, I was a college basketball player, you know what I'm saying? And I was literally thought everything was over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's where it all started. You know, my hustle started there. I ain't had no car. Right. Um, so I had to, I learned how to cut hair. I became the campus barber and, you know, and I was getting gas. What school money. was that? That was um, Northwestern State North of Western, Louisiana. Northwestern State of Louisiana? Yep. Dope. Mm-hmm. Dope. So that's where it really all started, my work ethic. And I told myself, like, you know, I don't care what I'm doing. I'm going to go hard at it. You know, I'm not going to let my grades slip. Mm-hmm. You know, I graduated magna cum laude with a, with a son. Bro. Um, and 
my you know my senior year I was like topping this and one of the top five seniors got to go to final four so you know I don't even talk about these things all the time yeah, but it's yeah. like I look I look back I'm like yo you, you did all those things mm-hmm. while you didn't make an excuse you know right. what I'm saying so that's where it started the catalyst but um how do I balance it all man I just every day I just wake up with gratitude mm-hmm. I pray God uh, to align my steps and you know I'm just trying to get one percent better each day I love it um proper preparation you know um prevents physical pre- performance pre- yeah, look, to him. Look, you know man. what's understood you know what I'm saying yeah, but, um, exactly and I love yeah. that bro you kind of brought up um so first off you're originally from Louisiana are you no, from, no, no. where are you from originally well I was born in Philly you but was born I, in Philly I, I, okay I'm Delaware I, I came here when I was like uh, middle school okay. so I've been I'm, I claim Delaware gotcha. yeah okay, I'm from Delaware. Delaware. okay cool yeah. but you spoke about um you know you spoke Spoke about um, gratitude and mm-hmm. you know just being you know being one percent better each and every single day. Yeah, I feel like you know as men we, we kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know we, we don't kind of have that that all that that reaction to you know wake up and be grateful for what we do have because you know as men we grow up and we feel as though like we can't struggle. We feel like we got to be a superstar through everything. So yeah. for you, um, how important is that? You know, especially in today's generation with everything all the BS that's going on, man. Like, how important is it to have that gratitude? You know. What I mean, and just reminding yourself that whatever it is that you know I'm going through right now, mm-hmm. you know, just think about what you do have. You know what I mean? Because you got a roof over your head, you got businesses that's in motion, um, you have an amazing son. So, like, how important is it for us as men? Not even mm-hmm. just, but just as men. Yeah. How important is it to kind of remind yourself that look, be grateful. You know, yeah. be thankful. Especially as men, I mean, and in, in especially in our community, um, we know most of us are don't make it mm-hmm. to, to where we are. Our age, I'm 27. You know, what I'm saying I got cousins and brothers who aren't here, and they have kids still in this earth you know what I'm saying yep. so the fact that I, I get to wake up with breath in my lungs every day that's the ultimate gratitude up. you know what I'm saying Word I was just up. running the other morning and it was this older gentleman walking um, with his cane and you feel me I'm running he's like man you fast man I remember I used to run like that mm. that right there another reminder you're blessed Wow. just to be able to, be able to run wow. and that's crazy because it's my thing about old people like it's funny how you bring up old people because one time I was in the gym mm-hmm. and it was just, and he was an older white guy mm-hmm. older white guy you know what I mean and I forget what he said verbatim, but just something about overall complaining about like when you're young, mm-hmm. right? And the whole message behind that, and the reason why I'm saying that is because it's like we don't realize that old old people, like older people, they're the most smartest. They're smart, and I feel like sometimes you know we take advantage of that because it's like we see older people, but a lot of times we don't take their advice the way that we should. So for you to kind of say that you saw somebody while you was running, and he kind of let you know what he said, it's like damn. It's just that. Let me step back real quick and like really cherish. What's going on right now? Because I'm over here complaining, frustrated. Yep. But you have people like him um, that's not able to do those things no more because he passed or something. So that's dope. And I also want to tap into, you know, um, I want to talk about college a little bit to kind of talk, you know, ease into, you know, what you got going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So talk a little bit about, you know, your ch- childhood real quick, right? What was childhood. that like? You know what I mean? Do you got siblings? Yeah. Like, what's, talk a little about your childhood a little bit real quick. So I grew up with um, a single mother and um, it was just me and my sister. Um, I have siblings on my uh, father's side, but my dad, um, is incarcerated. He'd been incarcerated my whole life, so didn't really grow up with them and mm-hmm. um, things like that. I don't really have a relationship. But growing up, you feel me? Like we started out in Philly. And did that did that kind of affect you in a way? Like you said, oh, not growing yeah. up with them. Like how, how was? Oh it? yeah, it affected me in so many ways, man. I just I remember visions like because me, me and my um, sister had different dads. Mm-hmm. I remember her dad used to come pick her up, and I used to run upstairs crying. And I just have those memories now because I have a son, and sometimes and my son lives far away, so sometimes I feel like, dang, I don't want him feeling how I feel. So that's yeah. what that's what really drives me every day because I'm trying to create that lifestyle where it's like I can go see my son I mm-hmm. mean maybe one day live closer to him and you know things I'm trying to create that lifestyle where yeah. it's like you know he knows like 
oh, my dad, like financially he's good, but that's, that can't raise that's him. Not, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, growing up, you know, not having my dad, it's a lot of things that I'm seeing now, like even with relationships, you know, I didn't see what a man is supposed to be like with a woman, um, you know, how to change. I had the a YouTube university, how to like change a tire. Uh, you know, this is crazy, my yeah, man, because it kind of alters the whole conversation now because I didn't know. <laughs> see, I didn't know about that. You know what I mean? This is why I love having these convos yeah. because you learn so much. So you didn't have your dad. Mm. My dad's up. still in jail. Wow. So from birth, you never seen him. I seen him. Oh, you I saw him like young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was young. Um, I was maybe like five. Okay. Just I remember. I remember him being around. So but he's like, still incarcerated today. Yeah, he got okay. out. Like t- he got out two times throughout my life. Like when I was thirteen, and then right before I was about to have my son. But he it was really short lived. Wow. Like, like months, because you know you you institutionalized. Like damn. So that yeah. dang, that changed the whole conversation. So that now like that brings up another topic, bro. Like how does that you know you being a dad? You know what I mean? Like yeah, what man. did that do? for you like how did you find it I know you said YouTube University you know learning how to do little things and stuff like that but how important is it for you like how important was it for you to f- not be you know like your dad and I say he's a bad person mm-hmm. but how important was it for you to be like you know what I have a son you know what I mean and mm-hmm. I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that my son have me every single you know every time you know what I mean so yeah. like what did that do for you as a, as a dad in your it, it, like man it just goes back to it drives me because it's like I know what it feels like not to have your dad and right. not grow up with a dad luckily like playing basketball I had like um, positive role models in my mm-hmm. life like I have like coaches that I like you know I, they, they're father figures to me so mm-hmm. luckily I had a good village and had really strong women in my family to um, you know help me but there's certain things a woman can't really teach, teach you. you but um, for me like to go back to your question with my son you know I'm not with him every day because right. he lives in Louisiana mm-hmm. so I deal with that guilt I'm like the epitome of like daddy issues mm-hmm. you feel me I'm struggling with you know the fact that you know my dad is still not there I'm 27 you know he's still not here and I want to my dad's a good person like, right. you know what I'm saying I he it. did what he had to do to provide for his family mm-hmm. you feel me and I thank him because I, I feel like that's where the hustler came from but you know what I'm saying so you grateful. know what I'm saying I'm thankful and, and without him I wouldn't be here grateful. you yeah. know what I'm saying and it, it, it kind of messes with me like I was in like a really dark place after I had my son because I already struggled with you know my dad and this it's times my dad called me from jail yeah. and I, I I literally ignore it because I'm like I, I don't know what to say to you yeah, it's you know what I'm saying I'm still I'm still dealing with it and fitness kind of is my therapy but I think I do need to go talk to somebody like it's, it's, it's I really wow. do like and I, I one, one thing I want to say for men like it's okay to go talk to somebody because I know that a lot of the things that I deal with like a lot of people see me like smiling all the time Bree's such a yeah. positive person but they don't know what really goes on up mm-hmm. here you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of stuff that I'm fighting with internally um, that I need to release and wow. you know but um, with my son he's not there but luckily my like technology I get to FaceTime yeah, him so. and you know his mother I'm so thankful for her we were 19 mm-hmm. You know, it was ugly at first, you know, um, because we were kids, Mm -hmm. you know, unexpected, you know, not planned, you know, but it had to happen because without that happen, I wouldn't be where you are today. So I'm I have ultimate gratitude for my son because he's the and he's super smart. I'm so thankful for his mom, man. And it's like I'm glad that we're at a good co-parenting relationship. I love it. You know, um, because like she reminds him, like, no, that's your dad. Like, Mm -hmm. you feel me? Because she could easily be like, oh, yeah, your dad left you. You know what I'm saying? And even though I'm not. Yeah. You know, so I'm thankful for her for that. And, you know, um, that's dope. Yeah, man. I could talk all day on that, but that's dope, <laughs> so man. much like, I didn't even know that, bro. I didn't know that you didn't have your dad and all that. So that kind of really changes the trajectory of, of many things. And, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of just talking about just the, the stigma of, you know, us as men, um, you know, having somebody to talk to and being able to kind of get those things, you know, off our chest. You yeah, know what man. I mean? Because I know for me personally, like I'm a, you know, I'm an alpha male, man. I think many men are, but like I don't, I have, I have a very hard time 
of expressing myself, right? And I'm okay with admitting that. You know, I've said yes. that on many occasions, whether it comes to relationships, yep. you know, whether it comes to friendships. I'm an individual who, and I don't even want to say it's the way I was raised, but just as a man, like, it's, it's natural for us to not be, you know, to be proudful and not want to talk about certain things. So that advice that you have given about talking to somebody, mm -hmm. it is okay. You know what I mean? It is okay, because I personally feel like even right now, like, there's so many things that I know I need to talk to somebody about, but I'm just not getting there yet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So just as an individual who is struggling with that too, like make sure, you know, for anybody that's watching, if you are somebody who's, or listening, who is going through something, you know, whether it's parenthood, you know, just family issues or anything, bro, I definitely recommend, you know, talking to somebody, whether it's a friend, therapy, whatever the case may be, male specifically, man, like it's okay. You know what I'm saying? That kind of leads me into- This right here is that. My next, yeah. Being facts, vulnerable to being even vulnerable. talk and then yeah, share man. it to the world. This is a form yeah, of therapy. It's, yeah. it's crazy. So I started doing this because yeah. like, I feel like this is my way of kind of getting it off my chest and having people that understand. Yeah. It's like, man, that's tough. <laughs> and this kind of leads me into um, the, the next thing, which was, you know, you mentioned the co-parenting, you know, which and if, if you're willing to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, the co-parenting with your baby mom mm -hmm. and that relationship. So how is it? You know, how is the co-parenting lifestyle? Like, you know, I know you said you could talk to him on FaceTime. He lives in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. um, how is that ultimately on a day-to-day? -day? So, like, you go about your day. You get up early. You work out. You go to work. Like, how do you make time for your son? What do you do? Like, is it like a routine, a schedule? Yeah. Like, how do you? How often do you go see him? Like, what is it like? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man. So that man, it's that's that's a great question because I'm finding the balance with that. Okay. And you know, I'm, I I admit even to his mom, like, man, I know I ain't called today. Like, you know because I get wrapped up in my everyday lifestyle. Right. The, the good thing that I say what, what helps with uh, the co-parent relationship is because we're, we're, we were 19 and we're both Very 27 young. now. Like We're the same age. So we had years of getting mm -hmm. over that and getting rid of all the, the emotions we might have had towards each other. And now we know it's just for Kyler. Kyler, that's his name, my son. Kyler. Yeah. Shout out Kyler, man. Yeah, Kai. Um, but um, yeah, man. So we we know what the ultimate goal is. We right. know we, we have a common interest mm -hmm. and our goal is to make him the best, do the best we can she's there physically you know so that's why I'm, I'm gonna always be indebted to her for of that course. you know what I'm saying no matter what and you know so on the day to day like I said man I literally like I said proper preparation like I literally have to write in my schedule like call Kai everything is scheduling now bro for real because it's like yo like my days like because like I, I prayed for God to overfill my cup and I'm in that time right now where he really is he's really showing so much schedule. favor to me yep. and you know I have to remember sometimes I just sit back like all right why are you working so hard because like five years ago when I graduated college I told myself like, man, like, cause I was working a job. I was like, man, I gotta go see my son. I went into debt, credit card debt, not knowing I was financially illiterate at the time. Um, cause I'm like, I gotta go see him. So mm -hmm. I'm buying these plane tickets and mind you, he lives in a small town. So it ain't just no quick little ticket. It yeah. is not a big hub like Atlanta. Like mm -hmm. I used to literally, I literally used to drive, I drove down there a few times, yeah. 21 hours to see my son. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was like, I'm gonna figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, but now, you know, now real estate actually, um, that's a catalyst into it transition into it I, I was like all right how can I make more money you know I started doing Herbalife you know that was a side hustle um it wasn't really for me um then I started doing real estate and those checks are different so mm -hmm. I was like now and I'm still working a job at the time so I'm like oh I can use this to go fly see my summer quick and gotcha. not be hurt by it Got you it. know what I'm saying so now boom I'm breaking it up I can go see him randomly for a weekend mm -hmm. take a long weekend because I'm working a job so take a long weekend real quick to go see him I can bring him up here to summer I can bring him up here for Christmas break or yeah. Thanksgiving you know what I'm saying it's and, amazing man yeah so now 
now, you know, God's putting me in a position now where it's going to be like, I'm really going to be able to be like, all right, come on, we out. That's you know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah. So you started with Herbalife and then you transitioned into real estate. That's how you yeah. got to real estate. Mm-hmm. Real estate started what year for you? 2019, I started. I got 2019. Yep. Okay. So since you rung it up, let's tap into it. Yeah. So how how is that process of real estate? You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. For me, um, I personally don't know a lot about real estate, mm-hmm. you know, but I see that as of right now, it is a hot commodity. You know, a lot of people are starting to tap into real estate. They want to learn about it. They want to, you know, sell homes, buy homes, whatever the case may be. I don't know a lot of the terminology behind it. Um, so for you, what was the transition like? So mm-hmm. in terms of walk me through your day one of, okay, I want to get my real estate license. What did you do? Did how did you, yep. So um, boom, I researched. I said, all right, um, how do I get my, because you got to get do pre-licensing course. Okay. So this this pre-COVID, so it was in person. So I signed up for uh, Delaware School of Real Estate. Okay. Um, I took my 99 hours um, at night after work, mm-hmm. you know, got my light and then I ended up passing. You got to pass the pre-licensing course and then you got to go sit for the uh, national and the state portion of the exam. Okay. I did Delaware first um, because Delaware requires more hours than Pennsylvania. Got it. Um, so boom, I did that, passed the test, got my license, um, interviewed with a few brokers and I ended up joining um, at the time Berkshire Hathaway. Okay. Um, and that would a broker would be like the comp the, the company. The, yeah, Berkshire is the Berkshire is the, is the broker. The, grant, the broker. Okay, yep. Got As a, and you'll be one of the salesmen. The salespersons. Yep. Okay, yeah. So it. so people when you hear realtor like realtors are sales like salespeople. You're not got the broker. It. You know got what I'm saying? It. Okay. The agent is technically that. Got it. The higher up, you're got just it. representing that company. Got it. Um, but you're still a um, you know uh, independent contractor though. Got yeah. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So all right. So I got the license. I joined Berkshire. Um, started networking a little bit um, and man like I, I, I don't know it was God's favor you know it was meant for me I, I got my first deal my first month wow and that's rare like there's and your first deal meaning you sold the house I sold the house yeah okay. yep so I was on the buy side okay. so you got to you got the listing side which is like if I was to list so my house if I was to list this I would be on I'll be a listing agent or if I brought a buyer I brought you to buy it I would be a buyer's agent so okay. right now in my career I work mostly with buyers but I'm starting to get more listings um, okay. because those buyers I had in the beginning are now starting to turn and now you. people know me as the realtor. Now my sphere of influence growing. And you know, somebody talk, think about real estate, they think about Breeze. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. real quick before you move on. So, because I'm, like I said, I'm learning about yeah, this too. Yeah. Like, and I mm-hmm. love this because, I, you know, as Sunday, I hopefully I could tap into real estate myself. Mm-hmm. So, you take the test. You know, you pass it, all that good stuff. You, yeah. you get interviewed, I guess, by the broker, mm-hmm. of course, to see if they want you as a rep. Yeah. And so the broker provides the listings, meaning like they, it's all you. So how do okay? So, <laughs> so how do you as a, as a, and I'm trying again. I'm trying to learn. So yeah. How do you get? How do you list? Like how do you so? Do you go to the broker and say, okay, cool, I see this crib. Like, so, I so, be, like, how does that go? Yeah, man. So that's the thing. People think you get in real estate and you just sell houses. Like, no, it's really a grind. Okay. You have to go get clients. Like, you got to market. You got to prospect. You got to cold call. Well, today and now, the new cold call in the social media. Okay. So, boom, my reels that I post and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, I had clients find me from California. Wow. They was like, oh, yeah, we saw you dancing on doing uh-huh. the reels. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah. bro. So, like, you got to, you got to, like, actually, like, put the work in. You got to do open houses. Um, but once you find a client, you know, like, you learn, like, you're 
broker will teach you like you there's different things you can do depending on what brokers you can join like a team mm-hmm. uh, I'm on a team now and Got I it. definitely recommend that what's the, if you don't mind what's, what company are you I'm with Four Acre Realty Four Acre Realty yeah okay. yeah Shout so, out to yeah my buddy he's was at, he was at Berkshire he just opened his own brokerage okay you feel me so I mean I love ambitious people and the Got energy you. was crazy I'm, I'm out yeah and I know I, this might be a little too far fetched but I don't know if you want to talk about it you yeah. don't got to talk about it. just a quick question do yeah. you plan on someday maybe like me? doing your own thing or like your own brokerage someday uh, maybe in the future me personally no because like, yeah because me and me personally no because my 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 thing is the like more so on the fitness side like that's my that's that's, what, that's my passion that's my you. passion passion i love real estate because i'm i'm serving people got you, you know and i, I definitely want to continue doing real estate like i'm gonna keep, keep my license yeah. forever but my whole my real goal is to build a fit and professional community you know build the brand and build you know the, the online platforms with the at-home workouts like because i want i want people to understand that that's the, the best investment you can make is into yourself got health it. and wellness and you know and we deserve to be healthy and wealthy you know so long term that's my big thing I'm want to do but real estate is just the catalyst in helping me get there got it got it, yeah. got it. so I, I don't want to talk about finish yet because we're going to dive into that. <laughs> I, know that's, I know that's your bread and butter so we're going to let's stick on the real estate yeah, real yeah, fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so um, again back to the real estate side yeah. so I think my thing is where I'm trying to figure out because I know you said you know you got to grind hustle to kind of get you know get people to buy or whatever get mm-hmm. the viewings but I think my question is I'm trying to find a way to ask it so how do you get how do you put your name on the space? how do I like put a so, listing out do you know what I'm saying okay. like how do you because I know like I said I passed my tests and all that stuff so now that I got I'm a part of the company or the broker the brokerage what's next uh, like exactly how do I put my name on this crib like how am I able to what's the process before you go out there and get people in, you know what I mean? To yeah. let them know that this is your property is what I'm saying. Okay. Like, how does it become your property for you to be able to go out there and get people okay. to come see it? You see what I'm saying? So, all right, so, all right, let me, I, I think I you know how to answer yeah. it. So, boom, you got, let's break it down here. You got sellers and you got buyers. Okay, there you go. That so, boom, be, yep. for example, my house right here, I own this house. Okay, you own this house. Say you're the real estate agent. You just got your license. Mm-hmm. Boom. I see that you're a real estate agent or maybe you you found, we you met me at a networking event or something like that. Okay. Boom. And I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking about selling. I'm like, oh yeah, I can. Um, can I send you a, like a market analysis or something like that, and let you know what your house potentially could sell for based mm-hmm. on comps that sold within the last 60 days in the area in your neighborhood? You know what I'm saying? That's a good way to do it. And from there, boom, I, I agree to list with you. I sign a listing agreement with you, and you get a commit. You know, we agree there to a commission. There we go. Boom. There we go. Then you there put it go. on the market. There we go. Okay. Now you market it. Yep. <laughs> Got it. So before, so it's technically owned by somebody. Yeah. Bro, the house is owned. Let's, so for example this is owned by you yeah let's say that I just passed my license well, took my test passed yeah. it and I see that you're trying to sell it so me being a real estate agent on the selling side mm-hmm. I say hey I'm a real estate agent whatever the case may be how about we work out a deal to let me list this crib, list for, this you. crib for you and whatever I get for that house you'll get a commission yep the, well, the real not ter- you the, the person that sold it to you so based off of well, however you list it for yeah right they'll get a percentage so, of that. So, is that how it go so the listing agent so boom, I'm, I'm, we're gonna we're gonna go into numbers real quick, real quick. So, boom, in Delaware is normal five to six percent. That's okay. what that's your listing agreement. Boom, that five or six percent is split evenly between the buyer's agent and the listing agent. Got it. So boom, not always. Sometimes you depending I mean, on depending yeah. on, but that's just let's keep it um, simple, even, right? So boom, you listed my crib for you listed my crib for three hundred thousand, right? Mm-hmm. Let's pull up the calculator. 
So you listed my career for 300,000. This is good, this is good. And then, boom, you we agreed to a 6% commission. Okay. Right? That's what we gonna list it for. So 6% of 3,000 is 18,000, okay. right? So that's the total real estate commission. Gotcha. Boom. Now, if, if it's split evenly between buyer and seller, when we go to the closing table and you get me to the finish line, we, we got through the transaction, you know, another buyer's agent came in and you know, now we have the closing table. Now it's split, you know, in half. Nine thousand a piece. Nine thousand. Damn, that's good. Without like, well, it's, it's, there's other fees other, involved, yeah, per, but it's yeah, like, but that's, just the basic, just the basic, yeah, so, basic overview. Mm-hmm, wow, that's the way damn, that's good. Yep. Okay, so now that makes sense. I'm understanding a little bit of the real estate terminology. Or you can be on both sides. And now I'm about to say, yeah, that's about to say. So now it's happening to dual the buyers. agency. <laughs> so it, so that's is that a thing? So you have buying, selling, and then dual. Dual agency. So okay. boom, I say I, I, I say you list my crib, right? Mm-hmm. And you do open house on Sunday, um, and boom, now you got all these buyers coming. In is is marketed on the MLS. You got all these buyers coming in. Some of them may be represented by agents. Like boom, sometimes my clients, is, I'm not in town, but it's open house. I'm like, yeah, go um go to the open house. I'm gonna call and register you. So because I don't want to buy taking my clients, I'm like, right. hey, my client gonna stop through, and then they'll have a sign and sheet. They'll ask you if you're working with a realtor. But there are some people out there that's not working with a realtor. Mm-hmm. So boom, say someone comes in and ready to make an offer on the house that you're listed at. Wow. Now you're representing nice. both, sides. both sides. Not all states allow due agency, but Delaware does. That's hard. So are you planning on doing? So what do you do? You just do buying or something? Oh, it depends. It depends on the situation. I've done dual agency. You don't know? Okay. That's yeah. Dope. So I work right now mostly. I'm a, I work mostly with buyers in my career right now. Like, um, I have a lot of buyers, um, and I don't, I'm not really that much on the listing side. I'm starting Got to get more it. listings. Okay. But I've had listings where I was on the listing side and the buy side. Man, that's amazing, bro. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, it, this real estate is, is such a. And talk to me a little bit about like how to analyze markets. Like, there's so many mm-hmm. different things that come into real estate. You There's know different hats saying? you can wear in real estate. Yeah, like you don't yeah, have to be a sense. realtor. You can be you an investor. It. You can be a wholesaler. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so, so talk different. to me about wholesaling. So wholesaling, I'm not, I've never done wholesaling, okay. but I kind of understand a little bit. A little it's kind of like you're playing the middleman where you don't need a license like to do it. Like the liaison between. You feel me? Like you you go out and people drive around. You see these signs when they were like, uh, we buy houses for cash. Mm-hmm. Those are whole, most likely wholesalers Got or investors okay. or something like that. So boom, say I'm a wholesaler. I see this distressed property. I find out who the seller is that it, you know maybe they live in Florida but they just forgot they don't care about this house mm-hmm. I'll call them up like hey um, I see that you got this house on on ABC Street are you looking to sell it I can get you a cash offer today mm-hmm. they got an investor already waiting to buy it and then they uh, go to the you know whatever contract you have with that um, with that investor or whatever you go to the table and you get you get a check just for bringing them together wow. you don't need a license to do that so that's wholesaling I know people that are really successful with that and, and my apologies if I'm missing steps I'm not no, no, you know, cool. yeah, full yeah, disclosure yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't he's do not, wholesaling, yeah, not yet. but yeah, I understand I just wanted to know basics. a little bit about, yeah. yeah. Nah, and I think that's good, man. I think, look, he, he's more so not on that side, but, you know, just to have a general understanding of yeah. what that house might be. Too. Yeah, and house hacking, dope, that's one thing I would definitely tell people to do if you never purchased a house. If you're in the area to do it um, and the inventory allows it, house hack. So yeah. what I mean by house hacking is, boom, if you're a first-time home buyer, you don't have to just buy a residential home or a yeah. town home. You can buy. You can find a multi-unit, right? So say you find a four-unit property, mm-hmm. you can live in one of those units and rent the other three out, and still use a first-time home buyer program. You can use those other units and projected rent that you're going to make to qualify you for more. Damn. So now you walking into kind of walking income into producing. Mu- yeah, income producing. Uh, that's crazy. Live there for a year. You only got. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? And then now when you move to your next joint, now you got four units. That is crazy, bro. 
That's crazy. <laughs> there's, I think, you know what's crazy? I was speaking to, um, like, one of my uh, close friends, man. One of my close friends from back home was just telling me a little bit about, telling me a little bit about that. So my thing is, like, is there any, you know, knowing all of these hacks behind real estate and all of that stuff, like, what is the one... How can I say this? Like, I don't want to, I hope this doesn't sound bad, but like, you know, what is the one difficulty when it comes to like real estate? You know what I mean? Like, is there, is that, is there one thing that you, that's just always like, I would say for people a, to be prepared for, like if you're looking for? to do what's happening in real estate, what is something that you should be prepared for mm-hmm. coming into this type of industry? I would say first off, like, cause I, I love working with first time home buyers. So the biggest challenges I see when people come to me or they find me on Instagram or something um, is credit. You gotta have good credit, you know, to qu- even qualify for these programs. There's to money be, to be a to to be a realtor or a real estate. Oh, you mean to be a realtor? To be well, to just in general, like if somebody wanted to start real estate. Oh, if they want to start real yeah, estate. Yeah, so not oh. for people who wanna oh purchase. Buy, purchase. Oh, oh, okay, okay. For people who wanna, we're gonna get into that too. But for people who want to get started with real estate, mm-hmm. right? Like, what is something that you should be prepared for getting ready to come into this industry? I would you know say I mean? the test. Anybody can go pass the test. Gotcha. That's the easy part. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna say easy because you know it's challenging. For some people, I'm not. I'm not trying to yep. do that. So full disclosure, but all right, boom. The easy part is getting the test. Gotcha. Passing the test, getting that, getting your license is not hard. You don't need a. You don't need like a college degree or no, nothing like that. Boom. But the the class and the test does not prepare you for what real estate is like. Got you. Only thing that's going to prepare you for real estate is going through it. The, the experience. experience. I learned something new. I'm you know I'm almost four years in real estate. I literally learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. Laws change. Um, you deal with different personalities. As a realtor, you got to be. A, a accountant, mm-hmm. you gotta be a therapist, yeah, <laughs> you gotta do all of that. Yeah, yeah, you gotta keep that. people, like, you literally have keep to know how to, like, keep mm-hmm. something going. You gotta know, you gotta have knowledge of the transaction, know yep. how it works in your state, you know, really study your craft. So, one thing for me, if there's a question, like, I'm not a professional, like, inspector, so, yeah. like, there are certain questions I know people are gonna ask me when I first started doing houses and I'm showing people cribs. I didn't know what I was doing, but, you know, I'm just going, I'm just I'm just getting out there, not afraid. Yeah. People are like, what type of floors are these? I'm like, <laughs> Wood, like I don't know, like <laughs> so boom. Like, like, I, don't know. I don't know what type of countertops are these. Quartz countertops or these uh, granite? I'm like, yeah, sound yeah, good. Is this wall? Crazy. Is this wall low bearing? So boom, what I what I do? I went to Lowe's. I went to Home Depot. I walked up and down those aisles, and now I still don't know everything, but I know the basics of like what type of flooring it it's is, amazing, or what type. Of, you know what I'm saying? Doing so your due diligence, right? Knowing you become yeah. a master of mm-hmm. your craft. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And never stop learning. Never be too big, or you know, when you get success, think like, oh, I know it. Like, no. Anytime I have when I'm talking to somebody, like I, I like try to step back because I talk a lot because I get excited. Yeah. So sometimes I have to tell myself, like, all right, breathe, calm down real quick, mm-hmm. listen to what that person's saying, even if they haven't even been in real estate longer than me. There's something I can learn from them. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So. And I think that takes humbleness, not even humbleness, but that takes that real, like you're a student of the game. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that's good. That's a good message right there in itself. Like, you can learn something from everybody, bro. It don't matter if you've been here longer, shorter. Like, you can always learn a piece of the puzzle, yep. you know, to every person. And that kind of, it's funny that you even brought up, like, you know, your, your little, be- your beginnings, mm-hmm. where you really didn't know everything. Like, tell me a time where, you know, you had an embarrassing <laughs> moment, right? Like, has there ever been an embarrassing moment where you was doing a showing and- Oh, yeah, all the time. Stumbled? Still. So, Give, give me your, give me your yes, <laughs> that you remember if you remember one that you like. Um, I would say like on. when I started getting, you know, in the beginning, uh, it was really just like not knowing the answers to things. Gotcha. But one thing I did learn from someone, um, 
I think I was watching a podcast. It was like, it's okay not to know. Just say, I don't know, and I'll figure it out. Mm. I don't know that, but I'm going to find that out for you. There you go. Or okay. try to shift the conversation a little bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, talk about something you do know. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's okay not to know stuff. Like, right. nobody knows everything. It's okay not to know everything. As long as you're willing to go find the answer, you know, people will respect that. Yeah. And I, like, throughout my career, you know, I still make mistakes. Um, you know, now that I'm more busy, sometimes, like, I don't get to research my properties as much before seeing them. Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't say more so embarrassing moments. It's just, for me, I take pride in what I do. So gotcha. I want to be fully prepared. And mm-hmm. that comes with me just, like, like proper preparation. I keep going back to that. Like, like if I know I'm going to see these houses, let me at least read the seller's disclosure and yeah. understand, is there central air here? Yeah. Or, you know, know the basics. And then, you know, when I'm there, like, now I have my phone or my iPad or something. I'll That's have amazing, it up with bro. me. You know what I'm saying? Just because... It's so much going on. I that's have to amazing, have some bro. type of. That's yeah. amazing, man. And I think that's that's pretty good for just the real estate side. But you're doing a lot of good stuff there. So that's dope, man. I think I'm learning a lot. You know, just kind of hearing all of this stuff because I be seeing all of this real estate stuff going on. And there's something about the way you kind of do your stuff that's kind of like very appealing. You know what I mean? I like some that. people, yeah, some people that kind of, I feel like they just do it because they feel like that's where the money be at. You know what I'm saying? So to kind of see somebody who really doing it the right way, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to you, man. You know, just studying the game and doing it your way. So that's dope. Appreciate. Shout out to you, bro. Um, and let's kind of dive into, you know, your other pa- your passion now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, which is fitness, man. Mm-hmm. Like, big fan, bro. Like, I tell you, that, you know, like you said, we support <laughs> each other. We always yep. follow each other, man. Your, your content, creation, you know, just your YouTube channel, you know, just the fitness, man. When did fitness become, you know, your go-to, right? When did fitness become, this is my baby right here. Mm-hmm. This is it for me. So, I can go back to, like, every time in my life where, you know, things... I would say I was going through some type of struggle. Mm-hmm. And the thing that got got me out of it was fitness. So when I first had my son, it was I was a, you know, full-time athlete, like college mm-hmm. athlete at the highest level. You know, I really just like turned it up to the next level. Worked hard, working out twice a day, extra outside of practice, you know, and it helped me, you know, build my confidence. It, yeah. it helped me just excel and then transition outside of college. You know, I um, when I graduated, I came home trying to pursue my college um, professional career. It was really volatile and I'm like, now nah, I got a kid. I got, I, I yeah. got to start working, mm-hmm. you know, so I was blessed to have a really good job and, you know, but I'm sitting in a cubicle, you know, I'm sitting, you know, yeah. nine to five, John, and I'm just like, this is not for it's me. Not it. This is yeah, not for me. Not you know, it, it's, it's cakes it's every day. It's somebody's yeah. birthday every day. It's always having a pizza party. So boom, it, I got out of shape like bad. And one one of my friends, um, she's like, she always like calls everybody out. Um, and she like, she was like, yeah, you gonna have a dad body. Like I see you, your cheeks getting put because I got nasty oh, puffy cheeks. And I can when I'm for me like I don't get like a big stomach, but like my face puffs your up face when puffed. I'm not. And I can tell when I'm not healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just embarrassed because it's like I take pride in, in yeah. all of that. And you know that's when Herbalife came in, you know, so I started on Herbalife. Um, I got in the best shape of my life mm-hmm. during that. Um, and I'm assuming at, Herbalife, at that time, I'm yeah. assuming Herbalife is like a nutrition or something. Yeah, like nutrition. Like yeah, nutrition. nutrition company. And it's also MLM. So you okay. can build a business behind it, gotcha. too. Okay. Um, that's what like that's where really everything started, too, when it comes to like the mindset, because mm-hmm. that's one thing I really love about Herbalife is the, uh, per, the how much they pride personal development. Gotcha, man. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Developing that's what, yourself and monster. Yeah, bro, that monster shit is dope, man. And it's like that's where it all started when it came to the mindset mm-hmm. and me like starting this journey and everything people see now like they call me motivational stuff it's like that's where it started but um yeah like fitness became a passion because it got me out of a dark place like I was dealing with the guilt with my son not being there um 
I let myself go. I was, you know, depressed, like really bad. And it's just like, I'm just like, y'all, I ain't know my purpose for life. Cause mm. up to that point, I thought it was basketball. You know what I'm saying? I worked so hard to like, you know, I started at the bottom and worked myself up, came Delaware player of the year, went to college on D1 oh, scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I thought that was my, my journey. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, this for me. And I'm like, God, what, what happened? Like I'm, I'm at these, these professional tryouts and I'm, I'm killing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but it's just not, it's I'm not like, working. what's going on? And it's like, God, he's like, son, that's not for you. I got something else for you to do. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I look back at it now, I'm like, okay, I know why he shut some of those doors. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So fitness, you know, helped me get out of a dark place. So now I feel like God is using me to let his light shine and inspire others. Like when mm-hmm. I post my fitness videos, bro, the messages I get, like tick, I have a really big, a bigger platform on TikTok. One, one video I posted, I was running and I had like a prayer in the background mm-hmm. as audio. When I tell you the messages I had, like, I'm getting, you can probably see the goosebumps now, bro. Yeah, like, dope, bro. The messages, bro, they were like, oh my gosh, you don't know, I just finished praying. It's the first video that popped up. I just lost my mother. I was about to end it all, but I saw this video. Wow, bro. There's people. Shout out to you for that. Man, place. it's like, That's dope. I'll be overwhelmed with emotion because it's just like, yo, like, I feel like this is what I'm supposed this to be it. doing. Mm-hmm. Like, this priceless. I don't care what comes out of it. it. You know I what I'm saying? It, bro, because I, I'm, yeah, bro. I, <laughs> I, it's, it's, not, it's, it's something about that just, being there for the people, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's something about it that you, you just get a high off of it. It's, it's you like know what it's, I'm saying? Unex, like, it's unexplainable. People man. that you don't know, and and this is why it's important for people to, you know, we're gonna talk about, you know, your, your routine and, and uh, content in a second, but mm-hmm. this is why it's important to just continue going, bro, because you never know who's watching you, and people gotta know. realize that whether you blowing up or not, bro, it only takes one person. One yes. It takes one yes, one person, bro. <laughs> so that one person that might have seen that video, you just changed their whole their whole life, bro. And that's what matters, you know what I mean? So for those of y'all, man, just keep going. And you know what I'm saying? But you can get back to, like, your content and all that stuff. But that was dope. All yeah, right. man. Like you said, it only takes that one yes. Like, I remember, like, one guy who lives in my mind rent-free is David Goggins. Mm, that's the- my boy. He be going crazy. He got fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Stay hard mentality. Stay hard. Yeah, he be man, going crazy. Like, I, read I love his, David Goggins, yeah. Man, like, dude, it's like... Like he's somebody like that that did it for me. Mm-hmm. I read his book and like I think I like after I read his book I like got up and ran ten miles. I never ran ten miles oh, in my yeah. life. Just ran. I was just like because he's like stay hard, like stay hard mentality. Like because it's really like building a callus on your mind yeah. and reprogramming your subconscious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the most powerful thing. Like it shuts down before the body does. Yep. So we can always do more. You know what I'm saying? But like you going back to what you said, like us us inspiring others. That's what it's about because yeah. we we yeah. when we have dreams and visual like. There's literally a part in our brain that's for visualization. It's called the reticular activating system. Mm. That's Talk where we have vision and our creativity, our imagination lives. Mm-hmm. And through, like for me, like my form of that is like the content creation. Like I get so excited to, all right, what am I going to do next? Like how am I going to do Yeah, how you going to get better? Transition? What am I going to do? Like, yeah. I get to be, I feel like that a lot of us let that kid inside of us die when it's like, no, you don't have to let that kid die. He just an adult now, but he still has all that imagination. Remember when we had no worries? Yep. We just, all right, let's go outside and hoop. Yep. Let's go play. Let's just let's do, ride on the bike. Day. Yep. Let's no, no day. worries. And we literally, we have that still in us. It's just like society lets that die. And and we we work to, I think I'm going to say it wrong, like we live to work instead of like working, working to live. live. Yeah. Or, no, I think, I, think maybe I well, said it wrong. I th- you think, yeah, probably backwards. Do they it. get what we they trying to say. <laughs> and it's just like, I'd rather, like, a lot of people are like, yeah, you need to still make time for yourself. 
and yeah. things like that. And society we live in now, it's like, all right, yeah, the, the, the nine to five structure is work 40 years and enjoy 10. And then maybe you still might have to go back to work. For me, I'd rather bust my butt for these next 10 years mm-hmm. and live how I want for 40. 40 50. You know what I'm saying? So that's the whole journey I'm on right now, man. Man, that's inspiring, bro. And you know, you kind of mentioned that kid, bro. That that kid and in, in, in you should never die, man. And I think that's, that's important for you to even speak about, bro, because, you know, I can remember that vividly, man. Like, us being kids and just dreaming big, doing the stupid stuff, like, not caring about nothing and not being fearful about what nobody's saying because we kids, right? We want to explore, but as we get older, you know what starts to happen? Yep. People, people opinions, we start understanding. We care we about people. We start caring about what people think, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, man, I gotta be able to have that kid mentality forever and I feel like that's exactly what you're doing and you remind the people of to find that again. Yep. You know what I mean? Find it again. So that's dope. And, and what's your plan for, like, you know, because it's Body by Breeze, I think that's like your, your fitness. Yeah, that's you know, the, the business. And that's that, the that, business that's name. That's the umbrella. You know, that's the umbrella. Mm-hmm. So what's it? So you you know you're very big on you got a good you got a good following on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know you're good on YouTube, uh, but TikTok and all that. Like what's the, the um, goal. ultimate goal, right? Like what's the ultimate goal behind Body by Breeze or just content creation? Mm-hmm. Um, like what's the big brand, the big goal? The for, big goal. So know, long, Body by Breeze. Yeah. So Body by Breeze is that's my business, Body by Breeze, and that's what what owns um, like like my brand, the fit and professional. Mm-hmm. So basically like long term wise like of course I said I'm still I'll still do real estate I want to have like a big prof- like I'm building my investment portfolio like having passive income that's that's the capacity I want to be in long term just have income producing coming in passively um, and then in regards to this I want to really build a fit and professional community yeah, okay. and like right now I have a private Facebook group of like right now it's at like 200 people but I see that being like millions you know what I'm saying where Amazing. I don't even have to go in there there's other people just accountable Amazing. holding each other each other accountable they're doing my workouts Amazing. y'all did, did y'all did the workout of the week today like and not like I got another project about to drop soon Amazing. it's like a full program like I want that to be the catalyst and then me in there giving doing giveaways like Amazing, we got to bro. I'm about to do a thousand dollar giveaway for me getting to a thousand subscribers Amazing, you know what I'm saying bro. Little stuff things. like that little yeah. things and rewarding people for you know the staying support. disciplined and you know I just want to really build that fit and professional community and you know through the fitness and, and with, when, you, when it comes to the content creation like partnering with big major companies and and just inspiring people like I, I want it I want that to be not even worried I just do it for fun because mm-hmm. it's like a form of art for me got you. like when I'm yep. doing the, the videos when I'm flying and it's like I always wanted to be a superhero yep. and now this content creation makes me feel that's like a superhero that's why I, call, I go by like Mr. Fit and Professional it's like Baby, you know what I'm saying so that's my whole goal with it building that community and you know doing pop-ups like if I got like a big following in Miami alright we doing a pop-up this week Amazing. you know have a pop-up and build like you know eventually I want to do an NFT project where you know I do a utility for the holders where it's like alright y'all get access to this I'm going to bring in financial literacy That'd coaches That'll be fire, bro. You see what I'm saying? That'll be fire. So I'm building that long. Bro. Yeah, that yeah. NFT, that, that'll be a big project, man. And I, again, man, I'm proud of you, what you got going on, <laughs> but that's, that's dope, you know, just to kind of see you having that balance. I'm proud of you too, man. Fitness, the, the fitness and all that stuff, bro. It's inspiring because even from one person who's, you know, intrinsically motivated, meaning I could, you know, we could get up and do our things in ourselves, you know what I mean? But to be able to get motivated even more by somebody else is kind of dope, you know what I'm saying? So keep doing your thing because I'm sure the people out there, they love the work, man. So shout out to you. Um, the last thing, man, um, and we're going to kind of get out of here. I like just getting this from people who are doing very 
well. So what would you tell yourself, you know, what would you tell 10-year-old, 11-year-old Breeze? You know what I mean? Based on everything that you've been through and what you're learning about life, like what would you go back and tell 10, 11-year-old Breeze? Um, be you. Be you. Because a lot of times, especially as men and, and just coming up as a teenager, we want to fit in. We want the girls to think we're cool. And, you know, back then, being cool was thinking like acting tough and, yeah. and you know, having, you know, not being you, like doing stuff just for other people, mm -hmm. you know, for their validation to fit in. You know, I've always been a guy who was goofy, like to dance, like, and I feel like now I'm at the point where it's like some of my stuff, people might look at him like, oh, he corny, he, he dancing yeah. and stuff, but that's me. Be you always, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because when you're you, you know, that's that's the, that's the only thing you can do. Wow. It's just be you. Like, you don't have to act. Yep. You wake up every day with no worries. So I yep. would tell my, my no team yourself, be you and, you know, never stop being you. Amazing, and um, understand that, you know, you're capable of anything. Success is all around you. Let your confidence be overwhelming. Um, and what else would I say? There's greatness on the other side of fear. Wow, bro. <laughs> Breeze, my brother. Appreciate you, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, real quick, man, how can the people, you know, stay connected? You know, tell them your Instagram. You, you know, all that good stuff. Tell, yeah. tell the people how to stay connected with you and what you got going on. Yeah. So I mean, I'm 302 Breeze, uh, 302 for Delaware, uh, 302 Breeze on all platforms, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, I have a Body by Breeze page and a Fit and Professional page for my brand, but you can find that all through the the umbrella at 302 Breeze. So I appreciate y'all tapping in, and I appreciate you having yeah, me. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely have all of his information down in the details below. Again, if you like. And enjoy this episode. Make sure you like, subscribe, download um, on all platforms. Appreciate you, Breeze, my brother. Appreciate you. Make sure y'all tune in, man. That's funny. Man, that was good. Good man. one, bro.